Isaac, we are back. I came in way too hot because I missed last week. I know. This is, we missed last week. It was missed the last. first time that we've missed a week since we started the podcast. Daddy was a little sick. You, yes. I guess <laughs> we're calling you daddy me. Yeah, now. daddy's me. <laughs> daddy was a little sick, and you were like, Pooch, take some time, all right? Mm-hmm. Bring it back to zero, to neutral, and now I feel great. Yes, I believe in self-care, and I felt like you needed to take a minute. We all do. But- the downside of that is it feels like we haven't done a podcast in a really long time, even I, though it's only been a week. Not only am I excited to see you, but uh-huh. I am beyond excited for our guest. But first, before we introduce oh. our guest, because oh, yeah. it's been a while. It's been a while. Let's People go over what the show is. It's true. Okay. My name is Isaac Renz. I'm a current music video director. I'm here with my good friend, amazing actor, and TRL super fan, Pooch. I don't even need to say anything after that. Thank you. Yeah, it was a perfect intro. Perfect intro. You don't need to add anything to that. That's a PI. Perfect intro. (laughs) Every Tuesday, we take a look at the calendar. We then go back in time and see what the top 10 was that day on TRL. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about TRL, we're talking about totally, or total request. (laughs) When we, God, we're rusty. Yeah. Okay. It's been a week. So they'll understand. Just shake out the, I'm also making intense eye contact. I know you don't usually make intense eye contact. Well, I don't usually sit on the other side of the table. It's a very Bruce Wayne table. It's a long table we're sitting at. And I usually don't look at you. Yes. But now I feel weird if I look off. Now you're looking at me too much. To the left. I'll look down. Let's pretend we're on a Nicki Minaj video set and you are not allowed to make eye contact with me. Is that, is that true? Oh my God. Okay. (gasps) Guest, guest. Totally requested. It's a podcast where we're always talking about Total Request Live, but more specifically, we're talking about the videos Mm -hmm. that were on Total Request Live. We don't really get into like what Carson Daly was wearing or whatever. Although he usually wore the same thing. Not yet. Not yet. We'll get there. Yes, one day. One other thing we should mention is there is a version of Total Request Live that's Mm. on MTV right now. We don't talk about that version. Yeah. We still haven't seen an episode of it. Mm. Um, we asked a couple of weeks ago for somebody to write in and tell us what happens on that show. No one did because I don't yeah, think anyone. No one watches it. No one watches that show. Yeah. People write in to tell me when I get things factually incorrect. Oh, dang. But they Fact don't write changes. in to tell me what's going on on Total Request Set Live. Set you straight, Isaac. But let's introduce our amazing guest today. I can't wait. Our guest today is a triple threat. <gasps> She's an amazing actress. Maybe you saw her on X-Files this last season. She is also an incredible dancer, and she has a lot to talk about today because she has toured with some of the artists that we're talking about. She's also a Canadian. Hey. It is Carlina Bridge. Woo! It's it's Bridge, Bridge. No. It's Carlina Bridge. It's Carlina Bridge. Oh, man. (laughs) Too much? (laughs) No, that's great. Okay. I mean, I did just wear the the G-string over the jeans, so you can do it. Was it jeans or leather pants? We, we had a debate. We couldn't tell. Well, I think she did it multiple times. And yeah. we used to wear them over our denim. Do you think that was something she was just messing around with in her house? Not at all. No? I think it was think it some was... stylist who was like, this is going to be the next <laughs> thing. You got to do it. And oh, lo and where, behold. She's from Brooklyn. The stylist? The stylist was, yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. her name's Jeanette. Oh, yeah. Jeanette. Everybody knows Jeanette. Yeah. So Carlina, I had to have you on the show. Because you have some major league pop music credentials. You toured with Justin Bieber <gasps> for five years as a backup dancer. Uh, this is true. This was during what era? What Bieber era? The Believe Tour era. So that was honestly one of the highest grossing tours in the history of tours. You didn't tell me this. Pooch is having a meltdown over I'm here. a huge believer. Really? Lo- oh my God. Yes. Okay. If, if somebody goes back and watches the Believe documentary, are you in it? Oh yeah. I'm sure you're all over it. Yeah, we're all over it. Oh, okay. We, so walk, we walked the purple carpet and everything. <sighs> wow. 
but you've been in like a whole bunch of music videos too. We were talking about this uh, before we started the podcast. Yeah. I've been in, um, please Prince. run through your resume for okay. us yes. <laughs> and give me your, and give me your favorites. Yeah. Tell us your favorites. favorites. Cause you've been in um, a lot. I really love doing the Chris Brown loyal music video. What? <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. I'm already obsessed with our guest yeah. <laughs> and now it's just growing more and more because I love Chris Brown. I love loyal. I mostly love that music video because little Wayne had his pockets full of Skittles the entire time he was doing his performance. You know what? Shut it down. You're not going to get anything better on this podcast than that <laughs> yeah. piece of trivia. That needs to be the opening line before we do. Yes. Little Wayne pocket yeah. full of Skittles. Did he have like one type of Skittle like rock stars do? Like, was it all brown or all like purple or something? Is there a brown nope. Skittle? There is. A I'm thinking m and Okay. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure there's a brown Skittle. Is there a brown is Skittle? There? Or maybe that's just like what it skittle. looks like in my mouth when I I'm eating yeah, different I, I, colors. I kind of think <laughs> if, if you leave a Skittle in Lil Wayne's pocket just, too long, it turns brown. My, yeah, it's all <laughs> covered in scissorp. Well, I'm so excited that you're here today because Pooch and I always talk about choreography. Oh, yes. Mainly the discussion is, <laughs> is this artist lazy, lazy or not? <laughs> I feel like we only have- I love that. There's only two ways to describe the yes. dancing, good or lazy. Lazy, <laughs> yes. The number one video today Comes might in. be one of the best choreographed videos of all time. Absolutely, and I got stories. Yeah. Oh, I you got still, stories? I got stories. Let's just say I went out and bought a vest after that video oh. dropped. That's the hint. You don't get to know anything else except that. Every, all our listeners are racking their brains about what a vest. Wore a vest. Yeah. <laughs> the vest didn't fit. I was a little bigger in college. I feel like the artist who was wearing that vest, his clothes were not fitted particularly well in that video. <laughs> in, that, in the time period though, yeah, perfect. But now you're looking at it like, hey, brah, see a tailor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, one interesting thing about our countdown today is we're going back to October 26th. 2006 so far all the episodes that we've done we've kind of stuck around like yeah. 98 99 2000 mm -hmm. era today we decided to do one that was a little later you know total request live went from uh 98 to 2008 so this is 2006 there were only two more years of trl after this it, tier, tier. it kind of feels this is a weird countdown very weird very different from what we've seen before some artists that we've never seen before some like musical trends that we've never seen before if you're into swoopy bangs emo this podcast is for you <laughs> i definitely had that hairstyle it kind of feels like an entirely different era of trl so i'm excited that we have a really great guest to talk about some of these videos today carlina you're our guest you want to introduce this video i do coming in at number 10 we have jay-z show me what you got Little mama. Show me what you got, little mama. Show me what you got, bird lady. Show me what you got, Charlie. Show me what you got, baby. Hands up and wave. This video is directed by F. Gary Gray. Mm -hmm. He started off in music videos. He actually directed the Ice Cube video for It Was a Good Day. Oh, Iconic hip hop video from the Amazing. 90s. And then he went on to do some movies. He did Friday. He also did Straight Outta Compton more recently and The Fate so of the good. Furious. Okay. But. Wait, he did do Fate in the Furious movie? Yes, he did. Because the opening scene looks like Fast and the Furious. He also did The Italian Job. Ah. Uh. And Jay-Z's video starts with a car chase sequence. Mm -hmm. And it's referencing James Bond movies. Yes. So when Jay-Z shot this video, he had taken some time off. He retired after his album in 2003, the Black Album. This was supposed to be his comeback album, Kingdom Come. And I got the feeling watching this video that he wanted to come back in a big way. Yeah. I feel like he wanted to expand his audience. How do you expand your audience, Isaac? 
I think he expands his audience by looking to the Midwest. The Nash car. <laughs> so we see Jay-Z in a car with Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yes. Danica Patrick pulls up in her car. And we should just mention that Jay-Z does not actually drive in this video. And he's so cocky about it. Oh, like Danica really looks calm. at him and he's like, he points at her like he's going to do something. And then he pulls back and we see Dale. <laughs> like Jay-Z you're not doing anything you're just along for the ride bro yeah if you win that race you don't get any bragging rights right yeah uh, so they're racing around Monaco and then there's a boat chase mm -hmm. there's a party in a cave there's a high stakes poker game with a yeah. supermodel it's the most expensive looking video yeah I've it, seen maybe yet on our countdown. it makes Diddy jealous <laughs> this is a very Diddy it's video. very Diddy-esque yeah. I think the star of this video is the hand acting there's a lot of hand acting. There's a lot of waves, oh. points, like, see you later. Like, right, right there, like, and wave, and wave. Like, it's Jay-Z doing a lot of this. Is raising the roof, pushing the floor, pushing out the walls. Do you think F. Gary Gray was like, hey. More hands. More hands. More hands. You know, I have a horrible story to tell. Please about. tell it. Every time you do a music video, there's a guy on set called the record label commissioner mm. who's basically there oh. representing the record label to make sure that the music video is good. I'm not going to say who it was, but there was a music video once where the commissioner said to me, like, make sure that the artist is always using their hands <laughs> because the hands are like an extension of the soul. Sure so, thing, commish. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to keep going up to the artist and being like, can you like do some more stuff with your yeah. hands? And the artist would be like, what? And I'd have to just demonstrate. Can you like, Balloon he was like animals. talking like an Italian. Yeah. Have you ever in the directorial position that you're in, have you ever had to tell a celebrity or an artist, I need more. It may not be hands, mm. but just give me something. Because do you think Gary, Gary Marshall, who directed this F video? F. Gary Grant. F. Gary Grant, not <laughs> Gary Marshall. Do you think it was his idea to get Jay-Z to move hands or? You know, like, I'm sure if you bring in the guy who did the Italian job, you want him to give you some sort of really cool direction that other directors wouldn't. So maybe that was his piece of direction, like okay. raise the roof a little. Yeah. He also does the queen wave like way too many times. Yeah. And I'm curious like whose choice that was to give him oh. that direction. Is that what that's called? The queen wave I where mean, it's like a very small. Yeah. Very elegant as if you have something in the palm of your hands. I always thought it was the beauty pageant wave. I, I think okay. it's like a royal family. Like a mix? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Now, Carlina, maybe you can tell us a little bit about this because at some point the whole thing just deteriorates into like a circle of people dancing. Have you been involved in something like this on a music video where a director will just be like, hey, can you just freestyle for us? I want to say nine out of every 10 music videos you do. That yeah. is the default. I don't know what it is. It's like, okay, then we'll just have everyone like collect in a circle and then you'll just like go in. And it's so bizarre to me because at like a party, you'd never do that. Yes. So they try to create these like party environments, but it's like all of a sudden they just want you to go in one by one and like do your best thing. I feel like that's a lot of pressure on you. It's well, it's so much pressure because it's like, you know, that in the end there's going to be like one move that makes it in and you're like, well, so did you have a go-to move where you're like, I got to throw this in. It's always going to make the edit. Yes. And it's actually in this music video. Ooh, What is that? It's what we call the James Brown split. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh. I know that one. You know what? It's probably <laughs> impossible not to put it in once you see it. You got to put that in because that's a hot move. What makes it different from a regular split? Well, James Brown would just kind of drop down while yeah. he was performing and one of his knees would be slightly bent behind yeah. and then the other leg would be straight forward. And it's kind of like this little, you go down and you come back yeah. up right away. So it's like a little quick, like, woo! And then you're like already back up in the yeah. air. Like you're sliding in a second, one leg straight, and then you get brought back up. Before the night's over, we're all going to give it a shot. 100%. We're going to form a circle, the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> so one interesting fact about this video 
is that at one point, Jay-Z is playing poker straight out of a James Bond movie. Yes. I know where you're going with this. And a waiter comes up with a bottle of Crystal. Mm. And Jay-Z. Hand axe. Yes, he uses his hands here. Pooch, Mm-mm. can you describe the, the action? So the waiter comes over, sir, bottle of Crystal. Jay-Z looks at it with disgust. Yes. And does like, a, no boy, get away. That's brushes it off. Brushes it off. And then the waiter brings him something we haven't seen before. Oh, what do we call that? Bottle that he just Dom brought. Perignon. No. C- close. Oh. <laughs> close. <laughs> Please keep that in there. The Ace of Spades. Oh, the, oh That's my the God. very first visual of the Ace of Spades. That's right. Champagne. This was right around the time when the owner of Crystal had given some sort of interview where he said something kind of disparaging about rappers being into Crystal. Because I think around that time, yeah, like Diddy everybody. was always rapping about Crystal. Cribs. Uh, if you didn't have a bottle of Cristal, you weren't doing it. Isaac. Almost every music video, every episode of Cribs, it just became like a rapper staple. And the owner of Cristal said some disparaging things like, oh, it's unfortunate that rappers are so associated with my brand. Wow. So Jay-Z wanted to take a stand and he took Cristal out of his clubs, uh, the 4040 Club. Mm-hmm. He also said he'll never have it again in his music videos. And so he got behind this other brand called Ace of Spades. But it's interesting because I feel like this music video really shows how much of a brand Jay-Z had become. Absolutely. He was like a business mm-hmm. at this point. And for him to use a music video to elevate one brand yeah. of alcohol over another is like a pretty amazing move. Only so many artists could do something like that. And I think in his position, he was like at his peak. He had just come back from retirement. Everybody was excited. And he used this video to do this thing that like, I don't think anybody had ever really done before in a music video. Ironically, I really don't like this song. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I'm a huge Jay-Z fan, but this is probably one of my least favorite Jay-Z songs. I get it. You don't have to whisper. He's not here. Oh, I know. But just in case. Just in he case. might be. He, he. You know what it is? I actually just don't like the like the drums. There's too many drums. Mm. The percussion is all over the place. It's just, I feel like I'm getting pelted. Leave I a little space. Yeah. Give me some room to breathe, Jay-Z. Yeah. I mean, but it's definitely not my favorite either. No. I don't feel like yeah. a lot of people go to I, this. I don't I think I've don't ever. I love the video. Oh, really? Wait. Yeah. I just think that. It's boring. I could see that. You you mean he went all the way to Monaco. And that's all you did? Race, well, he raced down a mountain with like Danica Patrick. He sat in a car. He sat wow. in a car. That's the thing. I would have been so much more impressed if he drove. But do we even know if Jay-Z can drive? I've never seen him drive. Yeah. Oh. I've seen him drive a Sea-Doo. That yeah. picture. <laughs> yeah, we have seen see, that. See, we should have been a shot of him driving a Sea-Doo. With that helmet on. And with we have helmet. seen, well, we do see him drive. Um, at one point, he's in a speedboat mm-hmm. and he splashes these girls. Yeah, what a dick move by Jay-Z. They're just having hand parties. They're waving and all that stuff. And then Jay-Z just throttles down and Fast and the Furious Tokyo drifts it into that. In a boat. In a, in a boat. Two girls come out. Soaking wet. They didn't sign up for this. Are you a big James Bond fan, Pooch? I love James Bond. I love Pierce Brosman. I love Daniel. He's Craig. your James Bond? No, 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 no. He's he's got the suaveness of James Bond. Okay. He's I don't believe he's tough enough to be James Bond. Because I think you gotta be a little crazy to be James Bond. Daniel okay. Craig, I think, destroys it. He's your James Bond. I think so, but he's I do good. love Sean Connery. Right. He's epic. But do you feel like Jay Z would have made a good James Bond? I'd like to see it. <laughs> if he comes to you and says, Hey Isaac, I want to do a James Bond movie. I would hope you would direct it. I mean, they're looking for a new James Bond right now. I feel like Jay-Z. Idris Elba, Jay-Z. Yeah. I think he's somewhere on that list. Maybe really far down. I just want to see like him throw a punch. 
I don't know. I saw that video of him in the elevator. I just don't know if he... Yeah, he's good at blocking. He's got good self-defense. He's moves. got great self-defense. Yeah. All but, right. <laughs> it's the hand choreography. It's speaking, the hand acting. He's good at Speaking of chops. hand choreography. <gasps> we should Segway move on. of the year Segway. right there. <laughs> All right. We should move on to our next video because at number nine is Pink with You in Your Hand. Uh, this is the first Pink song that we've covered on the podcast. She's like a TRL staple. She's been in it since the beginning. She always works with a director named Dave Myers. Oh. Um, I think until recently. I, I had to go back. I actually wasn't familiar with this video. I read that this whole song came about because when guys would come up to her in clubs in Los Angeles on the dance floor and hit on her, she would sometimes use a variation of the insult from the chorus of this song as a way to kind of brush them off. This video kind of has something to do with that, but I'm not sure exactly what's going on. So I think this would be a really good time, Pooch, to do our elevator. Pooch. Oh, no. <laughs> so, Pooch, you're Dave Myers on okay. the elevator. Carlina, you're pink. Obviously. We, yeah. we know how an elevator pitch works. Yes. You only have the time it takes oh, no. to get from the first floor to the 10th floor of this elevator to convince Pink to go with your idea for this music video. Right. Go. Hey, Pink. Dave Meyer here. Huge fan. Uh, your new song, You and Your Hand, I have the best idea for it. Uh, take every one of your split personalities and turn them into anime characters. Let's do it. Okay. Whoa. Yes. First we have a winner. First try. Wow. First try. <laughs> great. You know, I think you should be a little bit more skeptical. I, I'm just thoroughly impressed with that elevator That was pitch. pretty good, though. Yeah. Cool. That Thanks. was better than your POD She definitely pitch looks like an anime character. She does. Did yeah. you have a favorite look from this I, video? I actually really like the second look. And I think the second look. The boxing she, one? She looks like Marilyn Manson. Dope show, Marilyn Manson. Oh, yeah, goodness. yeah, she's pale. Which is, I don't know. I just, I mean, I love, I love Pink. I love Pink. I think she's incredible. I think she's such a hard worker, and she just always does her own stuff. And so it's just cool to like see her in action here. I mean, I don't know if we necessarily needed the Marilyn Manson wig. Um, it kind of yeah. covers her face <laughs> almost completely. But um, yeah, I think this is my favorite look of the whole video. So Pink starts the video with a book. Like a book opens up and it's called The Story of Lady Delish. Yep, sure does. Yeah. So this is, I guess, like her alter ego. I'm going to try to describe this the best I can, but it's going to sound like the ramblings of a crazy person. Um, so her alter ego is Lady Delish. It seems like everywhere she goes, there's like a guy who she doesn't like. Yeah. But it's like all these different vignettes of her in all these different costumes there's like a biker chick version of pink in a garage. There's like a boxer version training in a gym after work. There's some version of her in a futuristic bar. Like that's yeah. way up high in the sky. Which, like she's got a blade runner, which looks a lot like the patio of the, uh, slave for you video. Maybe like, like there were some leftover same, graphics, same, uh, universe. And it's like a Marvel crossover. It really just feels <laughs> like she's playing dress up in a bunch of different outfits that kind of look like, like what you had said earlier about anime characters. Fun fact, Isaac, about these outfits. Yes. Each outfit took four hours of makeup mm -hmm. and one hour of shooting time. Wow. Well, because that also equals 
a lot of days of shooting because there's a lot of outfits here and there are only so many hours in a day. Absolutely. So that's pretty impressive. They must have shot this for at least three or four days. But I'm currently, I need your help. Yeah. I'm looking at these outfits and it doesn't seem to me that it would take four hours of makeup, but am I just crazy? I mean, you're pairing a wig, you're pairing, they probably didn't lock in wardrobe before. So you're down to the last second Uh, being like, do we want to cut the bottom of her tank top off? Do we want to do red gloves? You know, all those last minute things. That makes sense. I mean, she probably has like crazy fake eyelashes, fake nails, you know, all these different accessories. It looks like she's wearing contact lenses. I mean, we think that in the real world, this stuff doesn't take that long, but unfortunately it does. These are details because I, to me, I'm like wig check. Uh, plastic outfit check. Plastic, plastic outfit. outfit. Lollipop check. <laughs> There's not one spray tan gun on this set. No. I'll tell you that. She's much. very white. There's an anti spray tan gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or it was a spray gun that just shot glue. Yeah. Glue sticks at her because that's what it looks like. <laughs> I feel like she looks like every Suicide Squad character in a blender. Oh, oh wow. That's a, a better. That's a great elevator pitch. Yeah, I want to redo my elevator pitch to... <laughs> well, I don't know if that gets her to do the video. <laughs> to, uh, You're going to look like all the characters in this very unpopular like movie. Killer Croc. Yeah. You're going to look like Captain uh, Just to be clear, I have never seen Suicide Squad, so I don't know. But, but just based on looking at the posters, yeah. it sort of looks like somebody just took Pink, threw her into a Hot Topic... Ooh. And then whatever clothes stuck to her when she went out the other side was her outfit. Because they covered her with glue. Yes. <laughs> the glue sticks were still on her. So whatever outfit stuck to her. I mean, here's the thing. I I feel like they did an amazing job. Oh, she looks great. Every yeah. single outfit is so full of production value. All the different sets are incredible. The story that holds it all together is a little uh, half-baked. It's kind of hard to tell what's going on. And even though the song is kind of about her telling off jerks. There isn't a single guy in this video who really even gets that close to her. Some of them don't even make eye contact with her. One gets a wrench thrown at him though. (laughs) Yeah. She she seems a little um, mean. I mean, this song actually was ahead of its time. I feel like this song would make sense in today's climate. Um, Yes. So good for her. And uh, definitely sympathetic towards girls who get hit on in ways they don't want in clubs. But we also don't know what they're saying. Maybe they're saying hurtful things because all we hear is her singing. Right. So we maybe he said something rude and that's why he got the wrench thrown out. <laughs> that's true. We don't know. So yeah. That's the nature of music videos. Unanswered questions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> music videos are just full of unanswered <laughs> questions. I do love um, her bejeweled teeth. Oh, yes. I wanted a tooth jewel so badly. It's not too late, Carlina. I I really just might. Bring it back. But she has these iconic tooth jewels that were so big in the early 2000s, and I wanted one so bad, and I actually might get one still. But I just love that she had them. Was pink like a fashion inspiration for you growing up? Oh, totally. Because she had kind of this, because you have sort of this tomboy like kind of edgier style. And yeah. It, yeah felt give, like, us, give us a breakdown of what you got on because I love your outfit. Well, today, just for you, Pooch, Thank I am you. wearing cargo pants. Which I, <clears throat> I can see them. That have one, two, three, four, five, probably about seven or eight pockets. Gotta wow. stay ready. Gotta stay, stay ready. ready. Stay ready. So cargo pants ready. are the official Carlina. pant of this podcast. <sighs> yes. So in this era of pink, like she had already done so many different videos. Do you remember this video when it came out? Oh, yeah. I... 
I think what I love most about Pink was that she was so athletic and because I was a dancer and I was so athletic, like she made being athletic sexy. You know, I feel like this idea of sexy is that women are like soft and, you know, very just like gentle and curvy and just, and she was like this rock hard, like just like energetic, strong, toned, super great abs hot chick she has and, amazing abs oh, she's amazing she was like abs. the first woman i ever remember like showing off her abs because yeah. she's she's got her pants low like d'angelo super low, low. d'angelo uh <laughs> and I, she was the first person where i was like wow i've never seen like muscles on a girl and yeah. it's cool that she really emphasized that too because she's great that seems like a really strong choice to make when you're up against all these other female artists who do have a very soft feminine touch I think she would never have been pink had she come at it with that intensity. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if she had not been herself and tried to be like a Britney Spears or a Christina Aguilera, there would never be a pink. But yeah, we I used to do a show called Lip Sync Battle where we basically reenacted music videos. What? And I always played pink. What? Always. Really? Yes. I would wear, like we did Lady Marmalade, for example, and I wore pretty much the exact outfit she wore in that video. Because they were like, oh, she has short hair and is a tomboy, so she's got to be pink. This is the first time in my life I've met someone that is living my dream. (laughs) (laughs) I'm literally, I'm without speech right now. I'm so We should have dropped all these facts before the podcast because I I, I really feel like you're you're struggling to take this all in. I like it in the cut, real, live. I want our listeners to feel the raw emotion I'm feeling right now. <laughs> the tears that the are streaming tears down your face. Absolute happiness and joy <laughs> and excitement. This is so awesome. Do you feel like a special kinship with Pink having played her on, on Lip Sync Battle? I do. I feel like if there was ever a celebrity musician that I'd want to be that was female, it would have been Pink. Would you watch her videos as research for Lip Sync Battle? Like, would you study her moves, mm. try to like kind of get into that that zone definitely i mean i think that she has a tendency to sometimes overperform which works for her character because then you have like britney spears who kind of underperforms sometimes <laughs> and it's like also works for it because she wants to kind of appear like soft and simple you know what i mean so it's like i think that she sometimes can be a little over the top but it kind of works so i definitely watched pretty much all of her videos every time i've had to play her do you have a favorite pink video Mm. I mean, it's not her video per se, but I do love her in the Lady Marmalade video. That's so a great good. Video. It's such a good video, and she's basically wearing nothing, but she still comes at it with such strength, and yeah. I love that because she's like showing off her skin, but she doesn't for one second appear like she's docile in any way. Like she's still like owning the stage and the performance in that top hat. Oh yeah, the Mad Hatter hat. That's what so she's got that good. one with the be- bejeweled P. Does she have any tooth jewels? I don't know if she has tooth jewels in that one. I have a pink question for you. Mm. Did you get into silks because of pink? And have you ever done silks? I've done silks on Lip Sync Battle. I had a feeling. Reenacting a pink song. (gasps) No. (laughs) I love silk pink. Silk pink. Or pink silks. Oh, we're talking about the thing where it's like the silk that hangs from the ceiling and she does gymnastics. I've done aerial yoga. It's not the same. It's semi. It's... It hurts. Yes. It hurts a lot. It, it looks cuts, like it works your core. Cuts into the crotch region. Oh, Isaac. that too. Okay. <laughs> but it definitely works your core. Yeah. It's a great core exercise. Huh. We're just going to leave it there. <laughs> we'll leave it right there. Well, guys, fun video. 
but let's move on to another video that has, I would say, an equal amount of anime-looking characters in it. <laughs> 100%. Coming in at number eight, it's My Chemical Romance with Welcome to the Black Parade. I feel so torn about this video because on the one hand, I have to admit, I kind of like this song. I love. It's like sort of like arena rock mixed with like goth hot topic core oh, kind of stuff. On a loop in hot topic in 06. But sound. like it gets the goosebumps. Gets the blood boiling. It gets your blood boiling. Oh, it is that, this song goes hard. Yeah, you know, it is like a really fun song. It's also just so theatrical. Um, this video was directed by Sam Bayer. This is the first Sam Bayer video that we've had on this countdown. But um, ba- Sam Bayer, 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 like that, like the, the aspirin. Yes. Okay. And Sam Bayer is like a legend in music videos. He's not as famous for his TRL era stuff, but he directed Nirvana's "Smells Like Teen Spirit" video. Oh. Okay. That was the first video he ever did, and yeah. it really set him on this trajectory where just hang it up after every time a rock band uh, needed a big video, they would call on Sam Bayer. So he did videos for Green Day, he did videos for Smashing Pumpkins, he did videos uh, for just about every big rock band that ever kind of crossed over um, into like top forty mainstream radio. And so when it was My Chemical Ram- Romance's time to cross over with this song and get on TRL. They brought in Sam Bayer for the big guns. They were like, let's make this the biggest, most epic rock video that we can make. And Sam is really famous for kind of gritty, shaky camera type aesthetic. And uh, this video is full of that. First of all, Carlina, do you remember this music video? I don't remember this music video. I remember the song, but I definitely don't remember the music video. But I love this music video. Was this the first time you'd ever seen this? This is the first time I've ever seen it. Because you're really... Okay, so we should just mention, Carlina, you are a big fan of like Tim Burton movies. Mm -hmm. And you, in the past for Halloween, have dressed up as all kinds of different Tim Burton characters. And when I say dressed up, that's like putting it really lightly. You have transformed into (laughs) these different characters. uh, Like um, Winona Ryder's character in in Beetlejuice. I can't remember the name. I'm sorry. Lydia Dietz. That's right. (laughs) So good. So when you saw this video for the first time today or this week, you must have flipped out. I flipped out. I mean, Colleen Atwood did the costumes. The costumes are incredible. She's pretty much Tim Burton's right-hand woman for costume design. She did Alice in Wonderland. I mean, she's just done so much great stuff. Um, I freaked out. I mean, I think the video is so brilliant. It's so theatrical. I think the performances by the band are so strong. Yeah. I mean, how hard is must it be as a music video director to get everyone in the band to perform that hard? Every single person in the video... Looks like they left it all on all the floor on the that day. Yeah. 100%. They went so hard. To set it up, the concept for this video is actually pretty simple, but it's also pretty out there and pretty depressing for a music video on TRL. There's a guy in a hospital gown played by actor Lucas Haas. Who also was in the uh, Andre 3000 Caroline video or Val- or uh, Rose's video. Oh, Sorry. that's right. Yeah, he's done some he's, time. He's, a, he's got cameos in so many things. Yeah, he's a music video veteran. <laughs> yeah, crafty um, vet. But he plays what uh, My Chemical Romance, I guess, refers to as the patient who is transitioning into the afterlife 
via the Black Parade. I thought he was an organ donor. <laughs> really? The whole time. I was like, really? is he an organ donor? Is it the last rites? So he's on a hospital bed, and we see the heart monitor starting to, to go down, Flutter. and he's starting to flatline. And uh, no. the hospital disappears, and all of a sudden, he is at this parade. And everyone's dressed up like Rufio from Hook. 100%. Well, but in complete black. Wearing and, gas masks that yeah. people wear at the gym. It is For real. It's like everyone wants to work on their cardio. They're just like... Everything's covered sh- in ash. Ash. Snow. Black snow. There's destroyed buildings all around. Is this one big studio, Isaac? Um, okay, so one thing that I think is going on here is you're seeing a lot of matte paintings, which mm. is uh, when you shoot something, sometimes with a green screen behind it, mm. and then make it look... You make the scene look like it extends way further off into the distance than it really does by sort okay. of painting in a background. And that happens on feature films and it sometimes happens on music videos too. I also think that they must have just had a gigantic set because a lot of this does look like it's really there. It looks big budget. Do you think it was yeah. a big budget? I think it was a very big budget video. My Chemical Romance is performing on a parade float. They're set up with all their equipment and they're being followed by this long yeah. line that extends like, all the way off into like the, the day of the dead far that, distance yeah. yeah it's this huge crowd of people i so this has popped in my head i have an elevator pitch for this Ooh. Oh. okay should we go into full elevator pitch mode i think do you want to do one another one okay yeah. me and carlina are going to be my chemical romance okay you're going to be sam bear all right go hey guys huge fan um really really quickly i have this awesome idea for black parade okay if Tim Burton directed the Disney movie Coco. <laughs> Wait, keep in mind, this is 2006. Coco doesn't exist yet. Okay, Tim Burton meets The Purge. Also not, not Damn, in 2006. That was, that was no. two, yeah. You need Dang an earlier it. reference, but okay, Tim Burton sounds exciting. Yeah. yeah. Sam, you got us with Tim Burton. What well, did we cross it Tim with? Tim Burton, Day of the Dead. Tim, Tim Burton, Day of the Dead. Tim Burton, I could have said Day that I wanted to go with Coco, but I like Carlina's one. Ding, ding, ding. Way ding, better. Ding. I think we're going to do it. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> <laughs> Sign it up. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the performances here. It, Carlina, you mentioned these a little earlier. Um, every single guy in the band is performing with so much passion. Ooh. The lead singer in particular <sighs> is just giving a dynamite performance. It's so good. It makes me want to be an artist. Like you oh, want wow. to be in this band. Right I want to be in this band I, so bad. I could see you in this band. I could really be in. I, I mean, I you. literally have the same haircut as the lead singer right now. That is very costume. true. Are you going to be the lead singer? of? Now I already have it planned and it's actually Tim Burton. Oh, you're going to be are Tim gonna, Burton? I'm going to be Tim Burton. Nice. No. Wow. From... Are wait, you, are you wait? Are you really going to be? No, Tim no, Burton? it's another Tim Burton. Oh, character. okay. <laughs> I'm going to try to guess after the show. Okay, um, but yeah, the performances are incredible. I mean, sometimes I come in and do like movement direction or movement coaching with artists on set, especially for music videos, because it's like so quick. You have to tell a story in under five minutes, and people are so stiff. It's insane. It's like the second that a camera is in their face, all of a sudden they can't perform the same. But there's none of that happening here. I mean, even the way like they, like their ending position, like they hold it so well. Like usually there's someone who's like scratching their body or like wants to step away from set and you're like, nope, camera's still rolling. So I'm just so impressed. I mean, all the actors are so good. I I love this music video and this, if I could be in one music video out of this countdown, it would have been this music video. I feel like there's a theater kid quality to the band. Doesn't it feel like yes. each one of these kids was like yeah. a thespian in high school? Yeah. It almost seems like yes. that 
none of these kids were allowed to do what they really wanted to do as kids. <laughs> and then they made it big, and this was all their way of yelling at their dad. This, they're all... this whole video is like, I'm going to dance, dad. <laughs> so hard because the way he grabs the mic the lead singer doesn't just take it off the stand he with authority swipes it away we're watching you swipe right I'm now swiping left uh -huh. with this microphone and the guitar player is melting a face I'm jacked right now watching this video who wants to do push-ups let's go let's okay so pooch yes. you know every week we always find at least one video where somebody smashes a guitar yeah in this video, no one smashes a guitar, but yeah. the lead singer takes it to another level yeah. and smashes his mic stand. Yeah. What and do you I, think? So when I first saw this, I was like, can you even break the mic stand? It seems like I wasn't a fool's impressed. errand. I wasn't impressed with his technique on the, the slamming <laughs> of it. I didn't think he got enough torque because oh. he does a very like axe style like he's he's in the woods and he's needing some firewood uh -huh. but he kind of cuts it short so i don't think there's a lot of oomph behind it if that makes sense. you know it's also not heavy like a guitar yeah so it feels like he should be flinging that thing yeah also i feel like there's just not as much it just doesn't feel as as massive a statement as smashing a guitar because you can get a new mic stand for like 20 bucks guitar center yeah <laughs> and yeah. i think their budget went into every other thing that they were like yeah, yeah you probably can't smash the guitar yeah. here is a 20 dollar mic stand from guitar center for real what do you guys think about like the overall theme of this video because they had like kind of a concept album going on or something at the time i think it had something to do with cancer and you know we talk a lot about how on trl people tend to keep things pretty light do you feel like this is a video that would really confuse people? I feel like this was a movement. Like you said, this was swoopy bang movement. Yeah. All good things must come to an end. Uh -huh. That kind of boy band thing kind of faded. And then we got swoopy bangs. Uh, who do you think has the best haircut in this band? There are, there are some interesting haircuts. The lead singer has like bleached blonde Carlina cut. We're literally twins in this video. <laughs> it's a good But there's cut. some swoopy bangs. Hmm. The, the, the other guitar player has like... Like kind a of a shaggy, shaggy Jewish fro. Yeah. yeah, there is like a fro. And then the back, the bass player's got kind of like a Eddie Munster widow's peak going oh. on. There's a lot of, um, I think they called it guy liner at the time going oh, on. Oh, yeah. yeah. And these guys, if you want to talk about looking like a glue stick. Oh, yeah. These guys are a shade of white that I don't think we have seen yet on the countdown. No, this it's almost clear. <laughs> how white they are translucent it's like the family from the twilight movies yes it Pat does feel robert like pattinson's that. vampire family <laughs> they all look cold but isaac is that a filter that is done oh, yeah. after the fact because i Great mean there's question. only so much you can do with makeup and i know this because i do all my makeup i do all my own makeup and hair and wardrobe when i do these crazy halloween costumes right but they're all the exact same color and obviously they're oh. all caucasian but we all know how many different shades of Caucasian there are. are. Yeah, are there? There are, yeah. I mean, you two are two totally different shades. Yeah, I'd agree. This is why it's a podcast and not a video cast. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, one thing that I'm sure they did here was they obviously desaturated everything mm -hmm. to make it feel as monochrome as possible. It almost looks black and white. Even though it is a color video, there's so little color in it. Some of it is controlled through the art direction. Some of it is controlled through the costumes, but I think they really sucked all the color out of everything. Um, 
Let's move on to something completely different. Opposite end of the spectrum. It would be number seven on the countdown today, Fergie with Fergalicious. So delicious. That intro still gets me every time. <laughs> Guys, I'm a real sucker for this video. Sucker would actually great. be a great so phrase to use because it's all candy. All candy. There's numerous suckers in this video. <laughs> so the idea behind this video is kind of like a Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory theme with, I'm, I'm guessing Fergie is Willy Wonka, but also Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas is in the video and he also yeah. seems to be playing Willy Wonka. I got a little confused. Was Fergie supposed to be Mrs. Wonka? No, I sure think Fergie is Wonka. I think that there's still... It, this is the beginning of her career solo. Yeah. I think Will I Am is a little afraid to let her run the show on her own. Do you a, think that the director told them both that they were Willy Wonka just to make them both happy? <laughs> well, I know Fatima yeah. personally. I've worked with her a bunch on a bunch of different music videos. Oh, this and is great. Inside she scoop. probably did not. I bet you that is just Will I Am's doing on his own, being exactly. like, I'm gonna yeah. be here. I'm gonna wear the top hat. I'm gonna wear the top hat, and you will wear the cool, colorful dress thing. So, you're of course talking about Fatima Robinson. Yes. She directed this video. She also directed before this. Well, first of all, she is like maybe the most famous music video choreographer of all time. Would that be fair to say? Oh, wow. I'd say, yeah. She's, she's up there. definitely, I mean, she's definitely in the top three for sure. And, she had started directing around this time because she did the Black Eyed Peas video for My Humps. Yes. Um, and when Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas decided to go solo, she asked Fatima Robinson to come along and do this video as well. What is it like to work with a director who mainly has a background in choreography? I mean, as you can tell, it's a very dance heavy video. And I think what's cool about it is that movement narrates the story. So a lot of the movement in, in here isn't really dancey. It's more like narrative. It's more like mm. movement artistry to kind of narrate the story that's being told. So it's not like you're all going to break into like a circle and just do cool moves. You know, that opening shot where it's like this conveyor belt, that's choreography, but it just looks like movement to carry the story along. Mm. Um, and when I worked with Fatima, it was very much that we I used to dance for Pharrell and we did um, a Marilyn Monroe music video that was super narrated and all of the movement was really just storytelling with my body um, and then I worked with her um, with Gwen Stefani and it was the same kind of thing so I think she pairs her directing with her choreography and it, it's kind of like this extra addition to be able to say, okay, now you're going to tell the story in this way and you're using a part of your body instead of like a set piece, for example. So I don't know if I answered the question. That's, no, that's a great answer. Because okay. this video, yeah. it really, the whole theme of like a factory seems to factor into the movement. It doesn't just seem like dancing for dancing's sake. Agreed. And what's interesting is I feel like Fergie actually doesn't do much dancing in this video. She really doesn't. I think this is her yeah. earlier years of like just trying to figure out where she fit in. I mean, she does do a lot of dancing now. And actually, Fatima still choreographs for her, which wow. is crazy. Go Fatima. Because that's what? 12 years ago? What are we at? Yeah, this is from 12 years ago. Yeah. Jeez. You know, this is such an interesting way for her to start her career because I feel like it is such an unabashed pop video. She just absolutely owns the fact that this this song is the equivalent of candy. 
Now, Carlene, I have a dance question for you. Yes. I'm a, I'm a huge dance fan. These gentlemen, who I'm guessing are Oompa Loompas, supposed to be Oompa Loompas, are they clowning or are they part of the hyphy movement? I sounded so white just now. <laughs> are these gentlemen? Are these guys that are gyrating their bodies left and right, forward and back, are they... Because Tommy the Clown does make a cameo in this video. He does. I'm a huge. Have you ever seen the movie Rise? Huge Crump fan. Crumpin' versus clowns. <laughs> are they clowning or are they the hyphy? And the reason I want to say hyphy he, is he one guy shows his grill. He kind of kind of makes a gesture, shows the grill off. I couldn't tell what they were. I mean, the thing with dance that's tough is that things often blend. Cross. I yeah, they cross. I mean, I definitely would say it's more of the clowning realm okay. especially because the hyphy movement was more of like the bay area and yeah. i don't necessarily feel as if this crew of dancers was from the bay area i don't actually know them because they came before my generation gotcha um but yeah i definitely say it's more of the clowning thing especially if she was going to have tommy the clown in the video a lot of the times what choreographers do is they hire uh dancers that also do choreography in very specific realms oh cool so then she can be like on the day hey tommy you're going to coordinate this section gotcha or so and so you're going to do such and such very or cool. if you're a great tapper or if you're a great locker so you kind of get this like full throttle experience because then you have like essentially assistance on hand to because this music video is so full of so many different things. There's so many different vignettes and oh, each yes. one honors not only different wardrobe, styling, production design, but different movement. I like the way you think, Carlina. I also like this little number that Fergie wears when she is head of uh, a Girl Scout troop. Yeah, she is in a Girl Scout costume at one point. She's also rolling around in a pile of candy. At American one point. Beauty style. They just replace the roses with candy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, which actually doesn't look very comfortable. No, it's like, what if you get an Abba <laughs> up some spot you don't want it up? <laughs> I think if I were the director of this music video, I would specifically ask that there would be no Abba <laughs> If I see an Abba on on this set, heads are going to roll. <laughs> I think my favorite part of this video is when Fergie pops out of a cake. She's inside a cake, pops out, and then there's two baby, women baby, baby, underneath baby. the cake mm -hmm. wrestling in cake. And then she joins them. It's like mud wrestling, but with cake, cake. wrestling. Cake, it's cake wrestling. wrestling. Yes. Which that might be the only time there's ever been cake wrestling in a music video. Cake or death. I'll take cake <laughs> wrestling. You know, the most 2006 thing about this music video, the one thing that doesn't age very well, is at one point the song stops, and then we see uh, Fergie hold up a Samsung. K5 MP3 oh. player. Okay, first of all, don't knock that. I had one. And <laughs> was it, it great? It was, oh my God. Did it hold I, like six songs? It hit, I think it 12, doubled that <laughs> in your face. I did not use my headphones. I got it for a bowl gift and you couldn't tell me I wasn't the coolest person walking around. I was like, hey, do you want to hear Akon's smack that? Boom, right there. Get it. It's interesting too because it's, it plays like a ringtone. Yeah, it's like a little kitchen stop magnet. It. It plays like a ringtone version of the song in the video, and ringtones were such a huge part mm. of the music industry in 2006. Yes. I, st I, st I still have ringtones. What's your current ringtone? Uh, for my wife, it's Come and Get Your Love by Redbone. That's sweet. Come and get your love. <laughs> Do I have a ringtone? I I can give you one. Do you want one when, I, when well, you call? I, I don't want it to be a thing that I force on you. No, no, no. I got plenty. Hold on. I would just hope that I had made it to that point in our I relationship. Fergalicious. Can it, we make it Fergalicious? It can be. I didn't even know that people had ringtones. In my wife makes 
fun of me all the time. You know who still has ringtones in 2018? Really old ladies. That's one. Oh, that's a good one. Ooh. Oh, these are like classics, yeah. though. I got hood, though. Who gets this ringtone? You. You get that one. Ain't worry about nothing. Oh, thanks. And so love grew a, a lot of phases I went through. <laughs> uh, these are all for different people? This was for my wife. When she, used to, when she used to call, she got this one. Because my wife's black. Because there we go. <laughs> it's okay, everybody. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> uh, this is what my mom calls. No, you're kidding. It's it's fun. Okay. It's, it's all fun. <laughs> you guys have a fun relationship. And then uh, this was for my wife. <laughs> we go hard. Uh, I'll give you give you one more. Okay. Um. Sorry. You were the only person left in America keeping I've the ringtone spent, industry going. These were all 99 cents, too. I got at least 30 on <laughs> this phone. Everyone right else's now. phone is set to vibrate. You are the nope. only person with like 100 ringtones. No. When I I went through a real professional phase and I had this. Well, wow. I would change that. <laughs> I would rather I would rather have Akon smack that than hear that ever again. Agreed. Do you have ringback tones? Wait, when like when someone calls me. Yes. Oh, I did when I had a flip phone. Right, and in 2006. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> did I have those? It was a party when you called me. Yeah. You got SOS Rihanna. SOS. That's good though. That's actually kind of nice. That's a good one. I would want to hear that. Yeah, it was also my alarm clock. <laughs> so guys, getting back to Fergalicious. For football practice to SOS. Oh my Sorry. gosh. Every week I feel like we get another piece of the puzzle of you playing football but having like the weirdest music taste. Well, this song was a pump-up song for me for football. This was a pump-up song for Delicious? Absolutely. How is it not? Like are this you got the testosterone this going. Got the it's a high energy video. Poochalicious. It is you know what? It's, it's a really good beat. Yeah. Beat went hard. It samples uh I think Supersonic from And you know she got sued for that. Oh, they didn't Tell clear it? More. Yes. She got sued by former NWA member Arabian Prince for sampling Supersonic. I mean, it's an amazing beat. Did it she, is. It is. Did she pay him with Ace of Spades champagne too? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The limited edition bottle. Can we talk a little bit about Will I Am's performance in this video? A lot of hand acting as yes, well. Yes. A lot of hand acting. And he tries to make like hand gestures match with the D to the E to the L to the I to the C I S O U. Wait, I spelled it wrong. D to the E to the L I C I. I can't say it. To the, e, I need the beat. To the E. Yeah. To the L I C I O U S. You tasty. Perfect. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. You got the job. But he does like hand gestures. Like he's almost signing. You see him do like two or three and then he like forgot the rest of the, the gestures and he kind of just brings his hand down slowly. In the I video. feel like the real theme so far of this countdown is hand acting. Hand uh, ha- Hand hacting. The hacking. Hand thing. <laughs> um, that was such a cute laugh, Isaac. <laughs> Thank you. I'm still trying to figure out what my laugh is on this podcast. You do have a cute laugh. <laughs> do I? Yeah. I really feel like I have laugh. a very annoying voice and laugh. <laughs> trying to figure out my podcast laugh. Trying to figure out my podcast laugh. I've been auditioning a few every week. Mine's terrible. I hack. Guys, oh, write in. Tell me which allowed. laugh should I use for the podcast. Go over. Give really... us three. Give us an ABC. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, ready? And action. <laughs> and action. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. And there's the, there's that's the, real the most idea. genuine. That's the one we yeah. want. Yeah. I vote C. 
Okay. I vote yeah. C as well. All right, cool. I'll leave it to you guys then. Boom. Please don't write in. Pod. Yeah. Stay out of my business. <laughs> you know what? You can't tell me how to laugh just because you listen to my podcast. You, the listener. Dang. Um, is there anything else for this video, guys? I do love her outfit in the workout section of the video. Yes. Yeah, there's a really literal part of the video where in the song she's singing about working out yeah, this you see her working out. This factory has everything. It's a yeah. lot of spandex. Yeah, that's the one part of the video that kind of veers off course. Yeah. Doesn't have as much to do with the Willy Wonka vibe. All of a sudden she's just working out. I don't remember that from Willy Wonka's If movie. the bikes had some kind of stirring device where she was mm. stirring chocolate, maybe that that's would... That's the one thing this video is missing. Yeah. Yeah. Like she could have been stirring up different kinds of chocolates, working on her fitness at the same time, but also making a new candy. If the bikes were made out of... Because Willy Wonka does ride a bike in the movie. He, he does, does stir. He's like, springtime, the only springtime. Ding dong. I do think that this video looks better than the original movie. Well, it came out like 30 years later. No, but I'm just saying like the style of the art direction. Yeah. It's just really bright and colorful and psychedelic. Like they just... You know how everybody's always like, oh, Willy Wonka is such a crazy movie. It's like it's on drugs. I feel like this music video, they just kind of went for that. And they yeah. were like, let's make it real psychedelic and dreamy. It has a really over-the-top look. I do feel like it's really influenced by the photography of David LaChapelle, who was a really big photographer at the time. Mm. Oh. Did a lot of celebrity uh, who photographs. Who directed Rise. Right. He directed that crumping oh, video you were talking about earlier. Did. Full circle. Full circle, guys. Wow. Uh, let's leave it there then. Let's, we've connected the circle. And now let's move on to the next song. Let's go back to emo world, guys. Let's go back to the Warp Tour because at number six, do you want to introduce it, Pooch? Sure. I know you love this stuff. Uh, number six, we got All American Rejects with It Ends Tonight. Pooch, I know you went through an emo phase. Oh, 100%. Who didn't? And you were listening to these guys, right? I was listening to, yeah. I was more of a fan of Swing Swing. Oh, their earlier single. I liked the earlier stuff. Okay. And then when Tyson got a little too popular, that's when I Tyson out. being the lead singer. Lead singer. Who this looks was, like a model. He's an incredible Oh, he's a gorgeous person. man. This was 06, though. So I this was I was listening to this kind of closet, closet-y, because- <laughs> around a bunch of tough football players. So I wait a second. Your pump-up song was Fergalicious, but then All-American Rejects wasn't tough enough for you? Well, because everybody was like, okay, you can listen to Fergie because she's a cutie pie. Okay. But we don't want to hear any of that soft All-American Rejects up in this locker room. <laughs> Actually, that kind of makes sense. But you got to think. Fergalicious I understand that calculation. That beat. It's like, yeah. I remember buying the Gwen Stefani CD, the first one that... Uh, Hollaback Girl. Hollaback Girl. Stuff, and yeah. I bumped that song so hard and I was afraid to tell my friends. Right. And then I went to a party. And then all my friends were like, play that new Gwen Stefani. And I was like, wait, what? And everyone, <laughs> I was allowed to listen to I was to like, this? I've known this song before. All oh, y'all knew You it. wasted so much time being ashamed. Yeah. And so let lesson learned, kids. Be yourself. Amen. No matter what. Be yourself. Exactly. Do what you want to do. If you want to listen to All American Rejects in a room full of sweaty football players, you do you, boo. <laughs> So this wouldn't have been a pump-up song for you in the locker room, though. No, this is a cool-down song. Yeah, this is after you lose. This is after we lose. It's like, guys, <laughs> losing ends tonight. <laughs>
Um, if you look up the Wikipedia description for this video, <laughs> it's the best. it talks about how the video starts with the lead singer looking road weary, <laughs> which I thought was a funny description. Road weary. So the whole video, guys, you want to do the elevator pitch for this? I'll be director Wayne Isham. You guys be all American rejects, right? All right. All right. <clears throat> oh, hey guys. What's oh, hey. up? Hey, what's going hey, on? Going? Uh, let's do a video. Wait, with... First of all, who are you? You just oh, walked in this I, elevator. We <laughs> don't know who you are. Guys, you have to recognize me. I'm music video director, legend Wayne Isham. Oh, sorry. You had a hat on to recognize yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Let me take my hat off so there I can show you, you my distinctive haircut. Hey, why is he, Tyson, why is he wearing a sombrero in this <laughs> elevator? I don't know, dude. I think he just got back from a Mexican party. What a weirdo. <laughs> oh, there's accents here? <laughs> I know. I went I went. I didn't know you guys were doing accent work. Okay. Guys, here's your video. Oh, yeah. What is it? We're going to take you out in the desert and shoot off a bunch of fireworks. Sounds good to me. Yeah, it's always been a dream of mine. Yeah. <laughs> End scene. <laughs> God, we're really bad at this. <laughs> no, this is... We can high five too, Isaac. It's okay. I, I was like going to high five you, then I got embarrassed. <laughs> I don't like high fives. Well, if you watch the elbow, they'll connect. I know, but I just... Time. By, by principle, I just think... Maybe you just don't do them in the right context. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> the video in a nutshell is All American Rejects is out in the desert. We see... Lead singer Tyson Ritter uh, shopping for fireworks at some small convenience store. He fills up a grocery cart full of fireworks. Goes out to the desert where the rest of the band is. You forgot one major detail. Oh, what's that? He doesn't pay for the fireworks. This is a reoccurring theme on our podcast. So last week, Michael Jackson didn't pay for his Chinese food. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) At the beginning of the... And he burned a bar down. Right. So Tyson not paying for fireworks isn't as bad as burning down Marlon Brando's but bar. he could have burned down the bar with these fireworks if he shot him into that bar. That's true. Bing, bang. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, he just walks off. But you know what? The grocery store clerk doesn't seem to care that much. Well, because she's blown away by how cute he is. He's, he has amazing cheekbones. It, Guys, it, let's spend the next 10 minutes yeah. just talking about his it's cheekbones. It's a small town. Yeah. And I'm guessing the boys in her town don't look like this. No. So you get him coming in and she's just blown away by the cheeks. You can take as many fireworks as jeans. you want. Yeah. Like this. Look is, at those jeans. Look at those jeans. Both versions, the G E N E S. Oh yeah. He's got great jeans and great jeans. So when, when they get out to the performance, we see the band performing with the fireworks. The show looks a lot bigger than the amount of fireworks that he bought. Well that, and all of a sudden these random extras has come out of nowhere. You know, this was like a real thing that happened on a lot of uh, yeah. TRL videos, which is all of a sudden, like the uh, cast of like an American Eagle Outfitters lookbook just shows up. Yes. All of a sudden, it's like an ethnically diverse group yeah. of hip looking kids ages 18 to 24 just sort of show up to party with you. They were just hiding in the shadows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, yeah, this kind of punches a hole in your theory about the town not being full of good-looking people. Because yeah. where do these guys where come these, from? All these models come from. <laughs> they were ready. I mean, I also love that he just like kind of knocks over this thing, and suddenly the fireworks display is like the best one you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Like he just kicks it down, does not disperse them in any way, shape, or form. Good call, Carmen. and all of a sudden, it's like this huge. Like Labor Day, yeah. it's, the it's ro- almost like the Rose Bowl. Doesn't make any sense. No, this it's it's yeah. the Disney fireworks show when you go to Disneyland. Guys, do they still do that. Yeah, of course yeah, they, they do that. They do that. It right? wouldn't be yeah. Disneyland without. Okay, that. I was like, I swear that's a thing. Um, yeah. guys, I have an All American Reject story. Please tell. <gasps> it. Can I share it? Yes. Please. I did an All American Rejects video. <gasps> in, I think 2012. Superstar. And later years. Yeah, wow. it was their later years. 
And you know what? They were still really cool. Um, the lead singer of the band is the one who kind of generates the ideas for the videos. Oh. He called me up and, and had a whole bunch of ideas. But the main thing that he would not let go of the whole time was that he wanted Wayne Newton to be in the video. <laughs> and uh, wow. so I'm referring, of course, to superstar Las Vegas crooner Wayne Newton, who probably hasn't had like a huge hit since like 1970. Doesn't need one. Doesn't need one, though. He's like world famous. Helicopter pilot extraordinaire. <laughs> Got a zoo. He was in Vegas Vacation with Chevy Chase. Is exactly. a zoo? He's got his own zoo. What? Yeah. He's very wealthy. He's, yeah. Uh, Tyson just really wanted Wayne Newton to be in the video. He only wanted him to be in the video for like a quick cameo. I mean, it wasn't like a video that involved Wayne Newton from beginning to end. Um, so it turned out that Wayne Newton was willing to do it, but it was going to cost like 15 grand for him to come wow. out for this one shot. But Tyson like basically told the record label that they had to do this or otherwise we weren't going to do the video at all. So on the day of the shoot, Wayne Newton showed up in a limousine. He oh. got out. The band all came over, took pictures with Wayne Newton. And, and I remember Tyson had a bunch of vinyl uh, Wayne Newton records oh, wow. that he brought over and got autographed. Wayne Newton was in the video for exactly two seconds, got back in the limo, waved goodbye, took off. Did you hand him uh, like one of those K. big... Ed McMahon checks. You know, I, <laughs> like, we should have. It's like dunk a Shane. I barely got a chance to talk to him. It was so fast. Uh, he was so happy to just get his check and go back to Las Vegas. Is his hair Aww. as pretty in person as looks on screen? Are we talking about the lead singer of all American rejects or are we talking? Wayne about Newton. Yeah. Oh, sure. He's, he's great looking. Super tan. Oh, he's very tan. Yeah. At Vegas sun, Carlina. Oh yeah. <laughs> he, uh, my wife claims because she was on set. My wife claims that he winked at her. At just like, just like in Vegas Vacation. That would make me Chevy Chase. Then. You'd be Chevy Chase. Your yeah. wife would be Beverly D'Angelo. <laughs> so, guys, back to this video. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot to say about this video. It's good. It looks good. Yeah. I don't really like this video. It's yeah. I think like why make a music video if it's gonna look like this is what I think. Oh, ouch. I just feel like. Again, I go back to this idea, like if I was an artist, like wouldn't you want to either make something with just beautiful imagery that doesn't necessarily leave I mean, you with like a lasting... Uh, okay. I mean, you could have done better. You know, it is interesting though. They have to work with a song that's pretty like mellow. That's true. And is kind of like a slow burner of a song. So I think that also makes it a little harder maybe to come up with a really hard hitting concept. Yeah, I mean... I think that in today's day and age, music videos are so few and far between. Like nowadays, artists don't make music videos for every song. They right. choose like two or three off of an album and that's really all you get. Whereas back then, music videos were everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would sit there and watch music videos all day long because they were basically like little mini movies. So you think so, like these days they would just hear this song and be like, you know, we don't need to make a video for this. Completely. Yeah. I do think that this is a more difficult song to come up with a good idea for i think it is kind of cool that they didn't just go for some melodramatic boy girl kind of story because i think true. it would be easy to hear this song and just imagine basically like an episode of dawson's creek <laughs> but just with guitars yes i feel like that would probably be an easy direction to go in so the fact that they did something a little bit more abstract yeah i think you know they get points in my book for that i do think it's not a super memorable video. 
Yeah, I mean, to me, I think it would be would have been cool if like, I don't know, more people came out of the woodwork at the ends and like maybe there was something to tie in like these random Abercrombie and Fitch models that have just like appeared. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know, maybe they all come, like the whole towns come with their like their own supply of fireworks and like then everyone kind of joins mm. in. I don't know. I didn't really get what ended tonight. Yeah. Nothing That's what ended I tonight. Know. Well, the, you know the, what I mean? The song literally plays all night and goes into the morning. Oh, right. The last shot, the sun. The last shot up. is the sun coming up. And it's like, how long was the song? <laughs> how did they just carry that last note forever? I, I wanted the song to end tonight. It does have my favorite feature of a rock band music video, which is where they all walk off together yeah. in formation and slow motion mm. off mm-hmm. into the distance. That's classic. Yeah. Like no, they had no ride, no food, no where water. Where are they going? <laughs> Burn, just off like, into the desert. Straight burning man. Where they're going. They're going to trade. <laughs> they're going to the playa. Man. Guitar picks for food and water. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's move on to the next video. This is the weirdest video I yeah. think we've ever encountered on the TRL countdown. Yeah. Only time on the countdown. It went all the way to number one. Which is crazy to me. But here it's in at number five. We'll get into it in a second. It's Lady Sovereign with Love Me or Hate Me. Guys, I distinctly remember when this song and video came out Mm -hmm. that I went and bought a Lady Sovereign album. Yeah, me too. I kind of liked this song. The song went hard and it was different. It was fun. I was like, oh, she's a trickster. She's a goofball. And I (laughs) I, love a good British accent. I'm a sucker for a British accent. This was an interesting time for British hip hop. If you follow that kind of stuff at all, you would know that in 2003, Dizzy Rascal released... His first album, The Streets, was a big artist at the time. Wiley was a big uh, UK grime rapper. None of them really made it big in the United States, but for some reason, Lady Sovereign crossed over, and this became somewhat of a hit. It went all the way to number one. It's the only British rap artist to ever reach number one on the TRL countdown. I don't think she had a lot of competition. Um, (laughs) It was directed by Brian Belatech. Uh, who was a big commercial director at the time and sometimes dipped into music videos. And what we're really seeing, this is a common trope in hip hop videos, which is whatever the artist is rapping, we see literal interpretations of that, which kind of leads to really exaggerated imagery. So give us a rundown real quick, Pooch, of some of the stuff that we see here. She talks about being heavy. So she comes in like a fat suit, like a shallow how fat suit. Uh (laughs) Then she says, I ain't got the biggest breastuses. Right. Because I ain't lactoresteses. Is that the real verse? I think that's the lyric. I could, but I haven't listened to the song no since. said she oh, was a great sir. rapper. <laughs> I think that Lady Sovereign got a lot of her subject matter from the fact that she was really short. Yes. Well, uh, she's officially the biggest midget in the game. So that's the first thing that she shouts out in the song. She says, can, a, can you do it in an accent, Pooch? I'll try. Hey, what up, everybody? It's officially the biggest midget in the game. I don't know why I have to do these shoulder rolls. Yeah. <laughs> Very expressive body movements to go with the, that impression. The, yes. The video basically is, you know that weird hamster commercial for Kia? Yeah. It oh looks like that. Those are my friends. Yeah, because there's a big I love gerbil. That video. Yeah. It looks like th- it looks like the same set. It looks like the same exact vi- This video really does look like a Verizon commercial or yes. something. Yeah. It has the same aesthetic of like, like if a- she had a phone the entire time, I would I'd been like, Yeah, what service? At the time she probably did have a phone with a ringtone on it. Ring back. 
this was probably a very popular ringtone. I would have rocked it. I feel like at that age, you do kind of feel like, you know what? Love me or hate me. Yeah. She's you know? very rebellious. Yeah. She's like a little snot. I would want this as my ringtone if I were like 12. Snot. It's a very British thing to say. <laughs> a little snot. It's a little snot. Carlina, did you ever wear your hair like this? No, I always kind of had short hair. Short She's hair. rocking yeah. a side pigtail. With cornrows. Yeah. Or She's braids. She's got so many things going on. She has like three hairstyles mixed into one. Also, how old was she in this music video? I want to say she was like 18. Cause I, I rem- or 18 or 19. Because I remember, because I was kind of a super fan for about a month. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> I bought that CD and bumped the song uh-huh. so hard. Fickle though. Only a month. <laughs> Only a month. Well, because the new hot thing came out. What and was she, that? <laughs> what uh, you move on 06. To? It was probably the hyphy movement or the Texas movement. One of those. Okay. So you moved on to maybe better music. Paul Wall. Paul Wall. What to say, Paul Wall? <gasps> nice. Paul oh, Wall, bro. baby. What you know about me? You know, I loved Paul Wall. He's the best. Do you have a grill, Carlina? I did have a grill. Would you rock a grill? I feel like you would like look cool with a grill. I mean, I have Invisalign, so is that kind of a grill? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's like... It's uh, a grill of sorts. It's a clear grill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lady Sovereign is not a good rapper. Is something... <laughs> what? In revisiting this song, I was kind of struck. First of all, it is very impressive to me that this went as high as it did because so much of it is like kind of lost in translation cultural stuff where she's rapping about being posh or not being posh. She's rapping about corgis. She's rapping about like English breakfast foods. It just doesn't seem like that would translate to an audience, but also like some of these lyrics are so bad. Yeah. Can I just tell you like what the worst lyric on our countdown today is? Sure. Yes. There's a moment in the song where lady sovereign says, well, Oh gosh, I'm not posh me. I wear odd socks. (laughs) It sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even rhyme. Fish, bluefish. And her way of proving to us that she's not posh is because she wears odd socks. Get out of here, Lady Sovereign. Yeah. My favorite thing about the music video on Wikipedia is it says, Lady Sovereign hasn't released any new music since 2009 due to stomach pains. Uh, oh. But just such a, like, no details <laughs> oh, at all. Just, yeah. unfortunately, you will not hear any more bad rap because her stomach hurts. Oh, no. <laughs> I hope she's okay. We're all going to feel real bad when she has stomach cancer. Oh, I wasn't even thinking that. <laughs> yeah, I, Isaac go, I just, just thought totally she had indigestion for the last eight like years. Yeah. Tummy ache, Isaac. Like <laughs> Irritable bowel. That's what happens when you listen to the Black Parade too many times, Isaac. <laughs> I know. Screw you, Dad. Also, yeah. this is the first video of more to come on this countdown where animals are being affected. Right, because there's a gerbil in this video. This poor gerbil, we don't know the cause of its death, crawls out of the cage as a angel gerbil and is now a part of the music video in some special way that was one part about this video that i didn't get so you know ludicrous is the guy i always think of when i think of those literal videos where you rap about something then you see it on screen you know he raps about having a midget on his necklace you see a midget on his necklace so good and this video does a lot of that but then there's also this really strange subplot with like a gerbil that dies and becomes an angel gerbil. I'm just not sure where that all fits in. I think it's kind of cool that she wanted to do something weird. I'm not sure what that meant though. I do think a big reason for why she got as popular as she did was that she is good in a music video. She gives like a pretty good performance. She's charismatic. She's got personality. She definitely does not look like anything else that you'll see on the countdown today. And she really stands out. So I actually... In revisiting this video, I was like, this is a good video. She lays it all out there. She yeah. tells us what she's not good at. She tells us what she what she can do. She's kind of like Drake. 
He gives you everything so you can't fire back at him. You know, I was actually reminded of the first Eminem single for Hi, My Name Is, mm. where you really get an introduction of who the character is. He lays out some self-deprecating things, yeah. just like she does too. And she all, he also like laid out this whole, I don't care what you think of me, sort of brand that she also does here as well. She In a, in a lot of ways, she's kind of like a PG-rated British female Eminem, who's also a midget, if that's... <laughs> If that makes person, any sense at all. Person, <laughs> well, she calls herself a midget. I would never call anybody a midget. In 2006. In 2006, maybe that was a more acceptable thing to say. I don't know. <laughs> um, how tall is a person? Cutoff is 4'11", I think. Just how tall is she? Did we figure this out? We did. No, we don't know her age or her height. I feel like these are things we can ask people to write in about. We just know she's got... If you know Lady Sovereign's yeah. age, if you are Lady Sovereign... Please let us know. And you are listening to this podcast because you have nothing better to do because you have stomach pain. Yeah. First Guys, of all, how are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Are you all, okay? Write us in and let us know you don't have stomach cancer, please. Um, it turns out, guys, that Lady Sovereign is five foot one. Ah, so she's not a midget. She's not a midget. Well, she's the and first of all, biggest midget in the game. She's the biggest, so. yeah. She's too big to be a midget, though. She's really the shortest non-midget in the yeah. game. What? She's 32 years old? Now? Yeah. Yeah. So she's my age. So. I thought she was nine in the music video. She looks tiny. I was she looks convinced like a little she doll. was a nine-year-old. Actually, if you told me that she was like 12 years old in this video, I would have to think about it for a second, but it yeah. wouldn't surprise me. Not at all. Let's move on to Let's move on to somebody else who we haven't seen yet on the podcast. This is fun. At number four, Beyonce with Irreplaceable. Guys, I have a theory about this music video. Mm. Normally when we think of Beyonce, we don't think of her having tracks with guitars on them. I think something was going on here uh, that started in 2004, which was the year that Kelly Clarkson's Since You've Been Gone came out. That song was so huge that I think it set off a real trend of more rock-based production for pop artists and songs that kind of told guys off. So this is the very first time we see her all-girl band perform. Right. They're called the Sugar yes. Mamas. The Sugar Mamas. Yes. But I feel like Beyonce's been telling men off since the old Destiny's Child days. That is true. She is an expert in telling guys off. She's really yep. good at it. My favorite part about this video, she's like, to the left, to the left, but everything he owns is actually to her right. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're seeing in this video is basically she's kicking a guy out of her house. Yeah. It's a real simple setup for a video. There's a guy who's basically packing up all of his stuff and leaving Did her, wrong. her house. And it becomes very clear throughout the video that he doesn't really own much of anything. All this stuff is hers. Not even the clothes on his back. <laughs> Here's, I have a, here, I have one thing to say about this song. Okay. She's obviously mad that he did her wrong. She cheat, he cheated on her, anything, mm -hmm. something like that. She says something along the lines, I can have another man in a minute. Matter of fact, he'll be here in a minute. Doesn't that entail that she's been cheating on him too or been talking? <laughs> You mean, where did this other guy come where from other so guy, quickly? Yeah, I feel like she would have had to have some kind of relationship with this guy for him to be there in a minute. There are a lot of questions. Yeah, Beyonce. Carlina, what's your take? <laughs> I mean, it's Beyonce, first of all. So she probably has like a... A roster. A roster yeah. of men that are just like literally on standby. So there's that. This music video was 
probably the most iconic for movement as far as the to the left thing. I mean, every yeah. single woman in the world yeah. in any moment that their significant other bothered them in any way yep. would think of every single possible move you could do with your hands, body, leg, whatever to tell them to go to the left. This video has the dirtiest move in music video history. Which is why. So the guy is moving all of his stuff out yeah. in boxes to a, a cab. And oh. then she leans against the hood of her oh. Jaguar. Yeah. She's like, come over here. Yeah. And he comes over and she starts to like kind of caress him. Mm-mm-mm. But then real quick. Snatches. Snatches his chain, grabs his jewelry and goes, and this is mine. That takes the chain off and take this cardigan off. Oh yeah. He was wearing a cardigan yeah. that I guess also cardigan. belonged to her. Also, he grabs what looks like, I don't, is he an NBA player? Or is, grab a, or is this an like an his, commemor- his commemorative Michael Jordan signed basketball? So when he walks out, he, he <laughs> takes with him a box of stuff, including an autographed basketball in a display case. Yeah. Like, did he pack up his old Little League trophies before this? <laughs> I actually think he's going to be okay because yeah. obviously he's like a big memorabilia collector. And yeah, he'll he sell it. He can just sell it all off. He'll be fine because the man's gorgeous. Let's go. Well, he let's also looks really stunning. And he was also in another Beyonce Ring the Alarm video. He played the police officer. I wonder if they have a little history. Mm. Well, wow. at this time, she was dating Jay-Z. Is and he Becky with the good hair? Yeah. But male He's version? Becky. He's <laughs> Becky. He's Greg with the dirty blonde hair. <laughs> He's you not know, blonde at all. So at this time, Beyonce was dating uh, Jay-Z. Yes. Oh. This was right before they got married, I think. And there is an interesting connection on this countdown. So in the first video, Jay-Z was paying homage to all this James Bond stuff. And in this video, there's a performance setup where she's dancing in silhouette in front of a glass door. And in doing some research, I found out that that was also inspired by a James Bond movie, one of the opening sequences. I feel like the two of them had a lot of date nights where they watched James Bond movies. Are they just huge James Bond fans. Like that's such a random thing for Beyonce and Jay-Z to be into. Like that, that's like one of their fun things to share. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that was in their vows. I uh, feel like they are the kind of couple though that have been plotting taking over the world since their first date. Because I feel like everything they do is so connected and so thought about. That's very true. They got great So this teams. is kind of like our first glance at, you know, the Carters. Mm. I like that. We should talk about what happens after the guy leaves though. That's when she gets in front of her band and they start to perform together and she changes into an outfit that is so 2006. Carlina, can you describe it for us? It's so good. Well, I'm wearing the long version of her shorts right now. She's wearing some cargo shorts. That are so oversized. They look good. They look cool. I mean, she's Beyonce. She wore a plastic bag. Guys, we got to hurry up and mention that there's a wallet chain. There's a wallet chain. She's wearing a wallet chain with her cargo shorts. Taking a a page out of Papa Roach's book. She looks like she's opening Warp Tour. She really, and I'd also like to say that this legitimately looks like a scene from Disney's Camp Rock (laughs) 2. So, and I can say that because I was in the damn movie. uh, (laughs) But this legitimately is a scene from Camp Rock 2. Pooch just dropped his microphone. Fun fun fact about me (laughs) I love Disney musical movies. I tried to be an extra in High School Musical. They said I was too big. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago was this? This is in college. They okay. filmed it in Salt Lake City at East oh, right. High. Okay, okay. And my friend was a casting director on it. And I went in line, waited. I'm like, oh, Mrs. Johnson's going to be furious when you didn't let me in. <laughs> okay. I was hoping to be part of the status quo. Oh. I will song. honorarily 
Is honorarily a, mer- a word? Honorary. Yes. I you will, can make him an honorary member. I will make you an honorary member yes. of Camp Rock. Yes. Wow. Living my best life. <laughs> you know, it does have the look of a Disney yeah. performance, though. It doesn't feel very authentic rock. No. I was actually, to rewatch this video, I was really shocked at this moment because I, A, had totally forgotten about it, and B, like, it just doesn't feel like it fits. And I mean, I feel like every artist has to do something that's totally out of their box for, you know, a specific time of their career. So like Beyonce is like running out of options at this point because she's literally done everything. So of course she had to hit this at at a certain point. My favorite thing about the all girl group is (laughs) very underrated instrument. They gave the chime player some some FaceTime. Oh, there's a chime player. There's a chime player. And usually they get no love, but... (laughs) But we got the chime player who I I wonder if she also plays the triangle. I wonder if she does both. <laughs> Double I think she duty. She crosses over. Yeah. There's like a whole horn section. It's a great band. I just remember loving her band. It looks it's a big band. It looks like the size of like the Saturday Night Live band. It's huge. <laughs> like she doesn't need a band that big. I'm pretty sure her guitarist is still her same guitarist. Love her guitarist. Yeah, That's she a, is. Carlina, did you mamas. Did you ever enter the Beyonce realm? Were you ever in a Beyonce video? Uh, I wasn't in a Beyonce video, but I did um, dance with Beyonce on Lip Sync Battle for the famous uh, Channing Tatum, who run the world, girls performance. Channing Tatum. Yes. In the full Beyonce getup? Yes. And then did you, did you meet Jenna Dewan in the whole Magic Mike getup? Yeah, we rehearsed with them for about a week and a half. Why do I love your life so much? <laughs> <laughs> I love my life, but I love yours more. Thank <laughs> you. Go ahead and say that. Uh, yeah, and their and their little sweet daughter, and yeah, it was fun. R.I.P. to that relationship. I wanted them to last. I'm a little bummed that they didn't last. Yeah. I was like, this is the one. I think they were only going to last as long as the Step Up movies lasted. And Changed it does, my life. Those yeah. Movies. I don't know if they're making another. So they have a TV show. On YouTube, they I think. They do. Yeah. I was asked to audition for it. Did you? I did not. Carlina, as a dancer, do you like the Step Up movies? I do because I think that they... I mean, I don't know if I love the ninth and 10th sequels that we continue to create of every dance movie. Are there really 10 of them? Oh, there's no, a lot. I'm totally exaggerating. I would have believed 3D. You. Yeah. There's Step Up uh, in the Streets. Yes. Take it to the streets. Take it to the streets. Do you want to know a fun story? But uh, I think it's the third step up. There's a lead white, like a tall white guy. So okay. I was selling my iPod on Craigslist. Okay. <laughs> For 20 bucks? <laughs> he bought it. <laughs> what? He was like, hey, can we meet in this parking lot? I'm like, yeah, sure. And then this smooth white brand new Camaro rolled up. Wow. And he's like, are you pooch? I was like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I forget his name. I'm so-and-so. I'm, I'm going to buy your iPod. And I was like, would you want Step Up 3? He's like, yeah, that's crazy. You recognize me. Aw. <laughs> this Never. is my favorite story of the week. <laughs> yeah, this is a great story. I was, I was like, dude, I, was, I loved you in that movie. Why are you buying my iPod? You get some real Hollywood stories. That was my first taste of like the biz isn't exactly what I thought it was. <laughs> you were <laughs> like, why are you it, buying this used? I thought if you were in a Step Up movie, your life was... Made. Well, you were like, "What are you doing in this parking lot? What are you doing?" Is I see you spent that check on that Camaro. <laughs> You're driving around in Step Up Three right now. Fun fact about this music video: it was directed by oh. Anthony Mandler. Oh, who oh, you directed? Worked with, you worked yeah. with Anthony Mandler. I have. I've worked with him twice. I worked with him on the "As Long as You Love Me" Justin Bieber music video, and I worked with him on the most bizarre 
commercial I think I've ever done, which was for Apple Music. And it was with DJ Khaled and Ray Liotta. Oh, Ray Liotta? Yes. The, what were they doing in a commercial? Yeah. They were getting their, they were getting pedicures done in a nail salon. What year was this? This was like four years ago. And what were you doing? Just make a guess what my role was. Oh, were no. you, a were you giving the pedicurist? I was giving <laughs> the pedicure DJ Khaled a manicure. Oh, that's kind of cool. Were you like? Did you have to dance? Nope. There was no dancing involved. I was like a 6 a.m. call, so obviously I looked like the dead, and I was asked to file DJ Khaled's nails. I think that's an honor. Some would say. <laughs> was it the best day of your acting career? Uh, I wouldn't say that. No? Okay. Uh, but I would say it was nice to work with Anthony Mandler again, who is a fun director. Nice guy? Yeah, great guy. Um, DJ Khaled had a uh, spelling assistant on set. Spelling? He spells his... Tweets, Snapchats, Instagrams, whatever. He spell checks for him. Oh, that's actually really yeah. helpful. Wow. So yeah. wait, this guy's only job is to to spell check his tweets. Yes. How do I get that job? Does does I feel like DJ Khaled has really nice nails though. Would it ruin the mystique if you met DJ Khaled and he had messy nail beds? It depends on what he just did. <laughs> <laughs> like if he had been gardening. Like or something? yeah, if he was like doing something, I'd get it. I'd be like, hey, we can't have it all perfect all twenty four seven. But on like on stage, they better come correct and be super clean. <laughs> okay. These are pretty nice, Pooch. How are mine? Really nice. Oh, don't look at mine. Okay. Me, don't look at mine either. Let's move on. At number three, my least favorite video on the countdown. Yeah. It's AFI with Love Like Winter. Second video on the countdown, though, Isaac, that is Tim Burton themed yeah, or a little inch, uh, inspiration. Is it inspired like by Game of Thrones to me? It looks like Game of Thrones or it also looks like a bunch of Harry Potter villains. So fun fact okay. about this video is the, ins the inspiration for this video is <laughs> Kill Bill, which I don't quite understand. Okay. And Sleepy Hollow. The, the Tim Burton. Oh, the Tim Burton movie. Johnny so there Depp. is a Tim Burton connection. Yeah. So I got the Tim Burton connection. I don't get the Kill Bill because there's not one katana in this video at all. Do you think at this point in 2006, if you're a music video director, you could literally just pitch any Tim Burton reference to an emo band and instantly book the video? Well, visually, yeah, because Tim Burton's so awesome. Yeah. I feel like you could just reach into a hat full of Tim Burton movies, pull out a DVD and be Frank like... Frank and Weenie. Yeah. This is what you're doing. <laughs> Here's your Coraline music video. That's good. All right, AFI, you're doing a Frankenweenie video. You know that he's directing the new live action Dumbo. Yeah. I saw the trailer. It looks really good. Oh. I, I did ADR on it. It's, <gasps> actually, it's actually really cool. Uh, okay, so this video features the band AFI, who I don't know a whole lot about. I'll be Love honest. Love AFI. What does AFI stand for? Another figurative intention. No, are you kidding? No, no, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Sorry. Uh, what does AFI stand for? Let me Google it really quick. I love Ant Farm International. Got it. AFI, old AFI is pretty dope. Well, they were like uh, a punk band that had been around for a long yeah, time. Yeah, and then he had vocal surgery because Homeboy can blow. His voice is out of control. Oh, really? Oh, wow. So his he's actually a good singer. Surgery. Oh, his voice is crazy. And he had, I think his name is Davey. Okay. I think. 
It says here his name's Davy Havoc, which doesn't sound like a real name. Oh, total. What's this guy's government name? Probably <laughs> Lewis Skolnick. <Yeah. laughs> oh, guys, AFI stands for A Fire Inside. And oh, they formed wow. in 1991. So picture this. Wow. 2006, they're finally getting their big hit on TRL. Yeah. It's like almost 15 years later. Wow. It's a marathon, not a sprint, Isaac. That's I was true. One. You were one when they got together. Wow. Uh, and I think they're still together. So good for them. Uh, these guys have the swoopiest haircuts. They are yeah. bangs on bangs on bangs. Pointy. Yes. It looks like you could cut yourself on their bangs. Um, <laughs> they appear in a snowy forest and they're in cloaks. Game of Thrones. It's, it's winter is winter here. is coming is, this, coming is the subtext. They're all Jon Snow. They're all characters. And then they all get killed off one by one. Okay. Until only Davy. Davy. And I think the, the girl in the video was supposed to be like, death or something like that i this, think that's where the kill bill reference comes in boom. is her death okay the way she, or the way she kills him she it's kind of swap symbolizes death she she finger punches him she finger punches him no isn't that how like isn't that a bill? poke isn't the kill bill like the four finger punch of death that makes your heart explode hand acting yeah a lot of hand acting oh more hand acting on the countdown but i think it's just the way that she gets him she pushes him through the ice and then the next thing you know, she's under the ice with him right. and he dies. It's just a very like yeah. smooth kind of suave. It's a rough way to you go. You don't think about it. Way to go. And that's a very Kill Bill thing, I feel like. You know, these guys have a lot in common with the My Chemical Romance video that we saw earlier. A lot of black. Mm. Everything is very yeah. monochrome. There's like this symbolism with death. There's a lot of death in both videos. What's There's the on? Tim Burton references. It really seems like there was a very strong aesthetic going on at the time that a lot of bands were digging. Angry. And angry. These guys all look like they don't like their dads. No, that, that's, is that a reoccurring theme? In Pooch, the do any of these guys have good relationships with their dads? I don't think so. No. Like they all seem so mad. They're a little bit less theatrical. Yeah. Than My Chemical Romance, but their haircuts kind of make up for it. Yeah. Davey's haircut is, I'm like, ride the wave. His bangs extend down to like his knees. It's crazy. <laughs> to his knees. It's crazy. Like his haircut is the worst it's haircut that so has been on this countdown. Swoopy. Like I'm swooping mine right now and it goes cheek. <laughs> it's a deep cheek. Look. You know, this video was directed by Mark Webb, uh, which is interesting because he went on to direct 500 Days of Summer. Mm. He also, I think, like kind of co-created or executive produced uh, that TV show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh. He does a lot of uh, stuff that has kind of a musical element to it, but he goes real goth here. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually one of my favorite shots is the ice dead hands. The frozen hand. Yeah, because I'm not blown away by the cinematography in this video. Ouch. But that one shot is, I mean... Compared to the My Chemical Romance video, I mean, yeah, come that's on. setting a high bar. I don't right think there. these guys that's had the budget. A, I don't think they no. got, there wasn't the same budget here. No. No. But they still, you know, they tried. Yeah, they tried. Their performances are a little more subtle too. There's a lot of kind of like uh, grimacing. It's a lot more interior work. And a lot of like big eyes looking at big eyes. the death because she she picks them off one by one predator style in this video <laughs> you know the elevator pitch for this is we're going to make the predator but the goth version <laughs> predator goth instead I, of dreads he's going to have a swoopy yeah. long haircut coming out of that cool. that would be a fun reboot for the predator the predator but the predator's emo emo predator emo prad 
I don't have anything else to say about this video, guys. Yeah. Neither do I. It's crazy to me that it got this high on the countdown. <laughs> well, but again, we were entering a new phase of screamo punk. Yeah. So, so far we've seen three different <laughs> emo songs on this countdown. This part of the, this part of the countdown part of the podcast is getting a little dicey right now. Usually around, uh, usually around number three, we tend to get a little. Start to lose it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the wheels come off. <laughs> well, Let's get on to number two then. We're almost done. At number two, we have Christina Aguilera, Hurt. Would you tell me I was wrong? Would you help me understand? Are you looking down upon me? Are you proud of who I am? Guys, I had never seen this video before. Me neither. Me neither. None of us had seen this video before this week. Nope. But this video is really good. Yeah. Yeah, I'll second that. Yeah. I concur. Christina Aguilera has done all kinds of videos. She's done some really iconic stuff. We talked about Genie in a Bottle um, a couple episodes ago. This video feels like something that's very personal to her. There's a lot of emotion in it, and I think part of it is because she co-directed the video. Yeah, she wanted a piece. So Floria Sismondi um, was the co-director with her, and the two of them came up with this concept where it's kind of a period piece. It's based in like the fifties. Um, it takes place in a circus. We open on a little girl going to the circus with her dad and seeing a balancing act. Old timey circus. Old timey circus. That's yes. a big part of the song. And then years later, we see that the girl has grown up. She's now Christina Aguilera and she's become the new star of the circus doing her own balancing act. Oh, she is a tightrope. Yeah, is that what it's I didn't called? Get, I didn't know, because the only shot of her doing anything circusy is she gets lowered down onto an elephant. Yes. But we don't know. I don't know what she does. Well, this is where things get a little strange. As much as I like this video, because it is a beautiful looking video. Gorgeous. All the details are there. And for a period piece, it looks fantastic. Yeah. The story, I'm not so sure about. So she becomes the star of the circus. Yes. But do people become stars from being in the circus? I think there was like a headline act. Where people were like going up to them asking for their autograph and stuff. She's like swarmed yeah. by a crowd of autograph seekers. And she's reaching out to her dad. We see her dad, but she gets pushed away. Here's the twist. Because it gets real sad. There are a lot of sad things happening on this countdown. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of death. Because her dad comes to see her perform at the circus. And he's looking a little... Unhealthy. He's got a stomach ache. He's got that lady's sovereign He's got that lady sovereign stomach ache. Yeah. Something's wrong. He has kind of a weird greenish hue to his face. He's got beautiful eyes though. Yeah. The dad. He's a handsome his, older man. His, oh yeah. But something doesn't seem quite right. Mm -mm. When she finishes up her act, he's been in the crowd clapping. He looks so proud. Cut to her getting a telegram. It turns out that her dad is dead. Ugh. Devastating. What a terrible way to, like, just the old telegram. What an awful way to get bad news. I feel like that's how everybody got bad news back then. Yeah. yeah. Well, which leads me to my one nitpick about this video. Yeah. She says a line, I want to call you, but I can't. Well, of course you can't, because there's no phones around <laughs> at that time, Christina. She should have changed it to a telegram. Yeah, yeah I want to write you a telegram, but I can't. Is the idea here that she should have pushed through the autograph seekers or that fame will keep you from your family. Is that what she's trying to say? I think Christina Aguilera has daddy issues yet. She didn't form an emo band. No, but there are some emo moments in this. I mean, her makeup does look 
quite similar to that of she's got the heavy eyeliner yeah just yeah. no swoop <laughs> no yeah swoop. no swoop but everything else is there yeah guys we're at the number one video <gasps> on the countdown i can't <gasps> believe we made it all the way to number one oh. um so good one of my favorites of all time at the number one spot we've got justin timberlake featuring ti my love Carlina, can you take us through this video? This video is almost 100% choreography, and it is actually very minimal. It's a couple different lighting setups. How does a video that sounds so simple on paper totally transcend? Well, Marty Kadalka choreographed this music video, and it is hands down some of the most iconic choreography. How would we of know Marty? Marty is known for for Justin Timberlake. I mean, Marty is the every man. Justin Timberlake video. Every single Justin like Timberlake I love you video. Like, I love you. I mean, he still to this day is his right-hand man with everything. So he does oh, every, so good. every single one of his single videos. Single one of his music videos. So what made this one so special? You were telling me before we started today that to this day, 12 years later, people are still teaching this choreography in dance studios. Marty is still teaching this choreography like, in dance uh, studios. Why has it lasted so long? I think kind of what you how you open this music video up. It's very simplistic. Mm. It's got a couple lighting setups. The choreography is so simple, but what Marty does with it is he tells a story and he uses tiny, tiny movements to narrate the lyricism of Justin Timberlake's song. Because it's interesting, Justin Timberlake doesn't actually seem to be doing that much dancing, right? Yeah. Like it, when when I'm looking at the video, it overall, it feels like a lot of dancing. His movements are very small. I think that music, music videos and also dancing in the nineties was so if it's bled over from the eighties, but especially in the nineties was huge energetic movement. You had like the TLC era, you know, you had all that kind of stuff that was just big and energetic and big clothes. And I feel like as pop music transitioned, so did movement. And you had Marty Kadalka come out who used to do bigger stuff and he kind of started to narrate movement that was a lot more like internalized and I felt was more like a narration of lyricism versus mm. beats. Mm. So instead of dancing to the beats of the song, it was now to the lyrics. So if you watch this video, most of the stuff is done to, you know, the little nuances in Justin Timberlake's voice, in what he's saying. So all that stuff is really simple when you break it down. There's a lot of moves though. Like if you really look at this video, there's a lot of stuff going on. Mm. It's just so small. And as someone who's personally learned this choreography and as someone who's personally danced with Marty Kadalka, I shot a, um, a commercial with him that was actually directed by Matthew McConaughey. Uh, whoa side note, <laughs> side note. renowned uh, dance expert Matthew McConaughey yeah. um, <laughs> Marty's stuff is really hard to do yeah because especially when it comes to dance you want to be big you want to be energetic and all that stuff is like shoved into the size of like a little tiny pill mm. and then you're supposed to make it look crisp and clean and solid oh. and clean I think is such a great word to describe yes. this whole video yep. not yeah. only does it take place in a really minimal white space with just a couple fluorescent lights but also i feel like all the dance movements just feel like really crisp and smooth everything just feels really slick yeah, yeah. it's super slick you know when i first started taking marty's class 1000 years ago um 
I would always be like, oh, I'm never going to sweat in this class. Like it's just so, the movement's so small, there's no way. But you'd be surprised. You'd leave his dance classes like soaked. But you wouldn't have like jumped in your spot or like spun around a bunch of times. The movement was so small, but you still have to put the same kind of energy behind it. And we were talking about this earlier before we started the podcast that Justin Timberlake isn't an artist who would look good doing crazy dance moves that are like big and over the top. Right. If he were doing the James Brown split. We would all shut off the music video and walk away and watch Lady Sovereign. Like it would be so uncomfortable. (laughs) But because he's kind of this like smooth, quick little, you know, he's like very nuanced. Mm -hmm. The movement has to match him. What would you say the style of dance in this video is? So you have like your contemporary, you have your your modern, you have your crumping, crumping, you have your clowning, my specialties. (laughs) But like, what what would Marty be? It's, you know, it's kind of tough with dance because it kind of all falls into this realm of hip hop but mm. i feel like hip hop has started to blend into hip pop because then you're having hip hop urban style of dance moves that are now paired with pop music cuz this isn't a hip hop song right it's produced by a hip hop producer timbaland but it's more poppy than it is hip hop like you wouldn't call it you wouldn't compare it to like you know nwa for example sure so it would fall under the umbrella term of hip hop, but it's, I don't even know what I'd call it. Yeah. Around this time, I was asked to DJ a friend's wedding. I had never done like <gasps> a wedding a reception DJ? before. No, 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 no. Quadruple Drummer, <laughs> Drummer, DJ, director. I, I had a friend who was like, you know a lot about music. Would you like to DJ my wedding? And so I got all excited. And I was like, uh, this song had just come out. And I was like, I'm going to drop this song right at the top gonna get the dance floor oh open it up and i had planned on this for like a week beforehand i was like no matter what i do this song's gotta be first this song's so hot right now and i remember i put the song on and it killed the dance floor nobody could dance to it i feel like it has a tempo that's really difficult for just a normal person to find the groove like it's a very slow, it kind of chugs along. It's at a very strange tempo. And I just remember like watching people hear the song and get excited for it. You have that moment of recognition and then slowly struggle. I remember like people looking over at me like helplessly like next song, next yeah. song. And I wonder if that's part of what makes the choreography so good here is that it's it can't be typical choreography it has to be something that's a little bit uh more nuanced and smaller and you know it can't just look like sort of typical dance yeah i think that this song and the movement that was paired with it was kind of the new start of this next generation of pop music and and dance really because you see dance now and it fits in with a lot of different you know, music that's out there. And a lot of it has more of this like nuanced kind of like, I I like to call it narrative. Like I feel like it's now like movement that is just narrating Mm. lyricism and, and sounds. Whereas before it was like dance moves were so big and energetic that they were really just hitting like the baseline of a song. You weren't really ever playing with like the lyrics of something, but now you have choreographers who like Ian Eastwood is a perfect example. Mm. He choreographs with Chance the Rapper. And he, you know, these tiny little movements that most of the time pair with what the artist is saying. 
And it's not like, you know, shaking your finger when someone says no in a song. Right. But that's what I would come up with. <laughs> there's just little <laughs> tiny gestures. Like it feels more like conversational, I think is the word that I'd use. Mm. You know, a lot of the time. Talking with your body. Yeah, it's talking with your body. Like hands. As a, Back to the hands. Yeah. Hand acting, body Hand acting. acting. <laughs> I mean, I, as a choreographer myself, like uh, an artist that I really enjoyed working with was Tori Kelly. Mm. Oh. And when we were choreographing her Nobody Love music video, I had her watch her favorite rappers because rappers use their hands when they are performing. Yeah. T.I. Shoddy, you don't know me. <laughs> exactly You just did like a that. very elaborate it's hand a movement. example. No one will ever know except for me and Carlina what that looked like. <laughs> and it's like, it, there's such tiny little gestures, but... It's, it's, I also think of it as like an Italian family talking. Mm. Like you talk with your hands. You, mm. you would move your hands naturally when you talk. So I had Tori like watching all these different music videos and live performances because then you take your performance and you are able to extend it out of your body without it having to be dance moves. And nowadays I feel like dance itself is pairing more with just like a, a language. Mm. It's now just a language. I do think the TI-verse... Oh yeah, on this is and such the, a great guest. And the verse. graphics that Ti got—they <laughs> do have like these weird CG graphics. So during um, Timberlake's performance, these He's computer-generated violins, violins fly past him. But then, Mister Ti, the rubber band man. Rubber bands, of course, referring to the fact that he would sell drugs and then have to tie up the bundles of money with rubber bands. He gets rubber bands. He gets a passport. I love that he throws the passport. Oh, T.I.'s section of the video is just nonstop action. <laughs> I do love the section where the rubber bands fly past him. Oh, it's amazing. The only thing I will say about this video, uh-huh. watching it now that I don't think holds up. Okay. It's just a bunch of women grinding on guys. Oh. And the guys, I won't lie, aren't really treating the women. Like, T.I.'s got a leash on one of the girls. There are a couple pieces of this video and that have not aged well. Timberlake rips the stockings off the girl. It's like, hey, not everyone has your money, bro. Like, <laughs> these were probably expensive. <laughs> he rips them off. Yeah, they are a, a little... little couple moments. There's like, some weird, like, power dynamics going on in the video. The leash felt a little unnecessary. Yeah, like... Not sure why that had to be in there. I love the video, but re-watching it now, especially with what's going on with Me Too movement and stuff like that, I was like, oh, I don't know if this would fly. Fun fact about leashes. Okay. Ooh. In the Chris Brown Loyal music video. Oh, boy. Little Wayne's verse. Okay. Where he's rapping with Skittles in his pocket. I that, almost don't want to know what where this goes, but okay. There are four dancers in that scene, myself being one of them. Uh-huh. And we were supposed to be wearing dog collars around our neck while little Wayne was holding the leashes and walking us. Oh, no. So what caused this to get scrapped? I do not know what the final thing was other than it probably being the worst idea known to mankind. <laughs> Just all, all you of you guys what? were like, nope. That wasn't a bunch of videos. Though. I feel like there was a 50 Cent video. It oh, might have been the PIMP video, oh, maybe. Oh, God. There was a Snoop Dogg video that definitely featured that. I feel like women on leashes was like a thing. Ugh. Um, Is there anything else from this My Love video that we want to touch on? Style icon. Okay. Yes. Uh, he's wearing a vest. He's he. So usually I'm not a fan of the vest. I think the only the only people that usually wear vests are magicians. Okay. And guys that just moved to LA. Anyone who wears a vest, I'm usually not a fan. When JT wears a vest, I go out and buy a vest. <laughs> That's Wait, what happened here. This was a cool era because I feel like we were mixing 
not me. It's not like I was like, hey, JT, wear this. But I feel like <laughs> pop culture was was mixing dress attire with like street clothes. So like okay. wear a suit, but wear all white shell toes. Mm. Right. Classy, but street. I don't think JT started. I think it was Usher with the Yeah video. Yes. He was wearing the blazer. With, oh, that's with true. He did match the blazer. But the first time I saw Justin Timberlake perform this was at the, the VMAs. Uh-huh. And he came from the floor. Came he rose out. Okay. He rose out of, the, out of the floor and performed just like a little dance solo. Then he performed a song, and I remember my mind blowing. He had a suit on with white shoes, and then he did mm. sexy back. But I feel like I saw that look a lot. I don't like that look. Go one way or the other. Don't you mix don't, them. You don't like mix match. No, I don't. Either look classy or wear your street clothes. Would you ever wear chucks with a suit? See, I, I just don't like that. Okay. I, I think I wore that to prom. Yeah. Oh, you totally wore that. To I prom. totally wore that to prom yeah. <laughs> with your swoopy hair. With my well, no, it was frosted tips at that point. Ooh. Ooh. But there were definitely some chucks on my feet, Did and you I go, thought okay. I was pretty cool. Were you like, okay, it's prom? I'll go leather chucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't go no? leather oh, chucks. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, there are parts of his outfit that are kind of okay. I don't know. There's the one thing that I like here is that he doesn't wear a fedora. Mm. I feel like the temptation would have been there. They would have been like, you're already wearing the vest. Yeah. Put the fedora on. You've worn it before, Justin. Just put this on. And he (laughs) avoided it. It could have been a huge mistake. I'm glad he didn't. Yeah. So guys, this is the time in the podcast where we, we talk about what we think should have been number one. What, what was your number one video this week? Pooch number one for me, my love hands down. That song ran my life then okay and it runs my life now <laughs> okay. like i still love that song i won't bust out the vest uh-huh i look at it every once in a while and i'm like do i put it on does, still the, own it. does the world get it so i say my love my, number one carlina what was your favorite video this week well by default i have to say justin timberlake and ti my love but i was watching the my chemical romance welcome to the black parade video for the first time, I hadn't seen it before. And I am so inspired by that video. Like, I want to go back and rewatch it and create something really? that was as effective as that video made wow. me feel this week. Will we see a My Chemical Romance costume in the near future? Probably not. <laughs> okay. Only reason being, I like to do things that people know immediately. I get that. And nobody knows. Like, 100% get that. But I'm inspired by it for future music videos future ideas like my own creative projects nice that video is so good yeah and i hope the next music video you get to direct that looks like that we can find ways to pull those references okay we got to find a really gothy band Either, or we don't or we go the opposite yeah i think we get like little pump and we're like Ooh. look you're gonna be we're gonna pull yeah. some tim burton references actually i could see gucci, i actually feel like a lot gucci of rappers, bangs gucci bangs gucci bangs <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Guys, my favorite video this week was Fergalicious. Woo! I feel like I don't need to explain my decision. Yeah. I just thought it was the best video this week. Yeah. Amen. It was colorful. had some great dancing. Mm-hmm. It bangs. There were two Willy Wonkas in it. I still don't know who was the real one. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah. Well, that wraps it up for this week. Boom. Oh. We want to say a huge thank you to Carlina. Oh. You are yeah. like one of my favorite people. And I love that we got to have you on the show yes. today. I'm, I love the podcast. I'm going to be honest with you. I was quite upset when there wasn't anyone today. <laughs> right. We'll never let that happen again. We're yeah. so sorry. Even if I'm sick, we'll record. I checked That's twice. Funny. 
I'm not going to lie. I checked That's twice good. today. We like to keep oh, the man. Guess. I feel horrible. It's okay. From I don't now want on, we'll never let you guys down. We'll um, record one from uh, the hospital yeah, if we have to. Death yeah. bed. From, from my chemical romance deathbed. Yeah. <laughs> before, <laughs> we'll reenact Before I go to the Black Parade, we'll record it. <laughs> All where, right. Where can people find you? Oh, um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at, oh. at Carlina Britch. Awesome. C-A-R-L-E-N-A. B-R-I-T-C-H. And uh, I'll be on an episode of The iZombie in February. Woo! Ooh, so look out for that. And then, Pooch, what's your Instagram? My Instagram handle is part-time adult. Cool. And you can just find me at my name. <laughs> Which is? Isaac Rentz. Boom. Spell. Okay. Spell it with a Z. <laughs> with a Z. Or a Z if you're in Canada. Boom. All right. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Bye. We out. <laughs>